We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in possible. Nothing like an SEC road win, huh? I think we already Nothing we, like an SEC road win. I think we knew this was coming. If everyone listened to our shows, man. we thought this was going to happen. So uh, everybody believed. And, uh, man, what a night. I think I was supposed to do, like, some formal, uh, hey, welcome, we're live at Tanner's, whatever. But, I mean, dude, like, what? <laughs> How mean, about that? Man, this feels good. This is uh, one good. of the best feelings I've had in a long God, time. God, that feels good. I mean, just look at Felix. Oh, Felix at in Felix, the stands. Man. King Felix up there, just chilling with the fans. God, that, just um, unbelievable. Adrian Martinez. We're watching Adrian Martinez's game clinching run here on what was that? Third and 16. Third and 16. Third and 16. And Adrian Martinez just takes off down the sideline, presence of mind to slide down. I, uh, I'm trying to gather myself here, people. Anybody that was in attendance at Tanner's that got to experience. The actual John Kurtz ride along during a game, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure came away with a very interesting picture of me. Uh, I was a little, you know, we were we were a little high strung here. Cole this was, was uh, Cole was literally, you know, doing angels in the outfield, giving people angels on different plays, exactly like that. Uh, did I give Adrian an angel right before the third and sixteen run? Sure I did. I think I did. You bet I did. Sure did. Cole absolutely gave Adrian Martinez an angel uh, right before the third and sixteen run. Man, that feels good. I mean, I Tulane. By the way, Tulane lost to Southern Miss today. I'm and told. who cares? <laughs> who cares? Tulane lost to Southern Miss today, but nobody cares because K State, as much as anybody, driver's seat for the Big Twelve championship. Because Let's what go. we, I mean, the one thing we did say as a caveat to the Tulane loss is that all of Kansas State's aspirations remain on the table. I mean, we didn't expect this to be a playoff team, but we expect this team to get to Arlington potentially. 1-0 in the Big 12 with a win against what was thought yeah. to be the best team in the Big 12 on the road. I mean, what more could you ask for? And we wanted Kansas State's offense to look more dynamic. And this, 
I don't even know what I just saw from this offense. I, I, know, right? I mean, that, that didn't look like anything that we've seen through three games. I mean, 41 points from this Kansas State offense. I'm trying to think through the points scored by this offense. This is 10 against Tulane. I mean, look, the, the points per drive, all the metrics. We got to give a shout out to Adrian Martinez. I mean, we that we guy. were critical. Everybody was critical of Adrian Martinez. And that shows a lot of character to come out and do what he did in the Big 12 opener in front of 80, 90,000 fans on the road to go out and put up a performance like that and in clutch situations. I'm looking at the box score right now. 21 of 34, 234 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions. Let's make this clear. That's not four football games that Adrian Martinez has played. No turnovers. And he took chances tonight. He did. And how about this? We talked about how dynamic he was as a playmaker uh, at Nebraska. And we hadn't really seen it in the running game, right? 21 carries, 148 yards. John, Adrian Martinez had four, four. rushing touchdowns. What's, What's Patrick Holmes? Patrick Holmes? Two, Holmes. three, four. Oh, my goodness. Adrian Martinez played one of the best games of his career tonight. And Kansas State's 1-0. I mean, they, it, it feels like Kansas State has a great shot to get to Arlington now. Here's here's my dilemma right now. I'm. You are making lots of great points about Adrian Martinez, and he deserves to be the focal point of this. Him with a, I would say, almost 1A, 1B situation with Colin Klein, who took uh, – those are the guys that took all the bullets and all the arrows, you know, over the last week and really throughout much of the season when they've struggled. They deserve a lot of content here in the postgame just solely about them, and yep. I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll give them that. But you, you know me. What happens in the immediate aftermath of something like this? I want to run – my blank in mouth. I mean, I am ready. I'm coming for all takers. Oklahoma Twitter that I spent the entire offseason feuding with while well, they acted like jilted lovers. While well, they acted like they had just been walked out on by their girlfriend for the first time in their life that tried to tell me that Brent Venables was just as good, if a better than, than, you know, they don't call him Lincoln Riley. They call him Tebow, T-B-O-W, which stands for that blank out west, except not blank, you know, because rational people come up with names like that for former coaches when they get left at the altar. They told me all offseason that I was an idiot for going on my YouTube channel and saying that they're going to take a little step back, that, you know, Lincoln Riley's a pretty elite coach. Brent Venables has never been a head coach, and thank God he's not the head coach of the Kansas State Wildcats. Am I right? Uh, I'm right. I wouldn't take Brent Venables right now. But I heard it, I heard it all offseason from these jokers. All offseason. Take three take this three ma and chew on it tonight, man. That's what I have to say. That's what I have to say to Oklahoma, Oklahoma Twitter. I good God. I am ready for it, man. I am ready. Matthew, you're right. I'm an idiot. You're right. I'm an idiot. Hey, we're all glad to be idiots. You know I what? I, you know what? I'm an idiot too. I gotta apologize to Ben Sennett. I mean, I'm a, I threw shade yeah. at Ben Sennett in the play yeah. Four catches, 80 yards. He was dynamic in the passing game. He leads Kansas State in receiving yards. We criticize Adrian Martinez. We're all idiots, and we're all well, happy about it. But here's here's the problem uh, with the point that I was just making. Like, oh, clearly I'm right. They've taken a step back. We actually don't know that because K State drilled Lincoln Riley on the rig too. So we actually don't know that this program has taken a step back because this is what K-State does is just punk Oklahoma, especially in Norman, 2012, 2014, 2020, 2022. That Four out is, of six? That place is – that is Bill Snyder Family Stadium South, is it not? Are they it's leaving – Bill Snyder Family Stadium South. 
are they leaving for the SEC because they want to escape Kansas State? I'm sure that's what it is. I mean, I'm uh, sure that's what it is. What a night. Um, it was a roller coaster ride for sure. Oh my God. I mean, you know, Kansas State gets up 14 to nothing right out of the gate and has the ball with a chance to go up three scores. And then OU ties it up eventually at 14 all. And I mean, you, you felt like, you know, Kansas State gets up 34 28 minutes left in the game. We know how dynamic the OU offense is. They get back on the field, they score quickly. And Kansas State is in a third and 16. I mean, we talked about this. This team couldn't get a third and one last week. They couldn't get a third and one or a fourth and one. And they're in a third and 16. And Adrian Martinez busts it for, what, 50 yards? I mean, it, uh, what a what a fun night. My God. Uh, you know, Kansas State fans, happy for, I'm happy for Adrian Martinez. I'm happy for everybody. Some criticism thrown at the program. And we did that as well. And, uh, man. It feels good. Everything's back on the table. Kansas State fans, you need to be excited. You I need, need a be... cigarette. I don't smoke. I mean, I need a cigar. I'm not a smoker. I need a cigar. Are you guys, Matthews, chiming in again? Are you guys ready for a Big 12 championship sunflower showdown style or what? Hey, how about how about Kansas? Hey, they beat Duke by eight today. <laughs> Congrats, Kansas. Congrats to the Jayhawks. They beat by, they won by eight against the powerhouse of Duke. But you know what? Kansas State went on the road. And I think they won at the number six team in the country. So any of you paranoid Kansas whoa, State fans, whoa. let's put, well, that feels like a personal shot at me. Uh, you know what? That is a personal shot at you. Anyone that was paranoid about the Kansas Jayhawks, let it be known that Kansas State is still the power in this state. The, the college football runs through Kansas State. Do, so, I to, do I need to get you Robert's sign? Like, are we, like I mean, we're we going like we own is, the state. This is our state. All right. So. You know what? I'm I'm just fired up about it because we heard a lot of talking. Hey, you know what? I heard a lot of talking living in Kansas City this week. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, I heard talking at my son's school. I'm not going to call out that mother that came up to me in a KU shirt on Friday. But you know what? What she said to me calling Kansas (laughs) State the kitties. I hope you're watching right now. You call Kansas State the kitties. This is what's coming for you. Uh, Man, you, you know, a real thing that happened. I don't even think I told you this real time. But a, a group chat that I am in uh, with uh, some mixed company, K-State and Kansas fans, uh, I got a text in there from in the middle of the group chat. One of the Kansas fans says, uh, man, how tall is this Deuce Vaughn guy? Like, he's really he's really good for his size or something like that. And we were all like, he's five six. He's been an All-American. He was a freshman All-American and then an All-American last year. So I said, look, we need to make a primer, okay? I, maybe I can take this on myself, but we'll create a – College football since 2009 primer. And we'll just hand it out there so that I don't have to answer those questions from Kansas fans anymore. Let's, you know, I mean, that send they, the they're, they're just getting back into it. That's okay. We have hobbies. Sometimes life gets busy. You drop it. Then you come back. Send we better f- watch out, man. I, I, some, I All right. We'll, we'll chill on that. Let's focus on <laughs> that. I took us off. I derailed us there. Let's focus on K-State. This isn't about KU. We shouldn't even mention yeah. their name tonight. Uh, you know, because this is about Kansas State going on the road and beating a top 10 team in America and positioning themselves right there for the Big 12 championship now with a one and no start in Big 12. Nobody saw this coming, but we talked about Kansas State had nothing to lose going into this game. Well, we, we got a fan here back here. He said he saw it coming. Well, credit to you. I'm glad hey, you did see it coming. I, think, I, I believe I hugged that gentleman after uh, – Maybe the Adrian well, 34 to 20 touchdown run. I tried one to, of the TDs. I, I, that I tried to high five a guy and I took one right to the face on a missed high five, which is how <laughs> excited I was. And uh, 
I'm still I'm still standing, so I'm good. You know what a what an incredible night. And you know if you're a Kansas State fan, if you jumped off the bandwagon after the two lane game, it's time to get back on because everything remains on the table. And State's one and zero in the Big Twelve. Get to Manhattan for the Texas Tech game next week. Yes. You got a three and one Texas Tech team coming off an overtime win against Texas. Get out here and support these guys. I don't want to hear any more booze in Manhattan. It's time to support them. Adrian Martinez really shows his character. He does. To bounce back in a performance like this. I mean, you're talking about a guy that started now. This is his 43rd start of his college football career. And he shows some maturity to be able to bounce back from a three-game stretch and everybody all over him. And he cut it loose right from the get-go. And Ben Sennett was catching balls downfield. Credit to Colin Klein. You mentioned it, John. We were critical of Colin Klein's play calls. I mean, they they made some great calls tonight. Well, yeah, there were there were a couple. I mean, I love the fact that they even went to. Um, I think this was on a drive that it was the thirty four twenty seven drive. One of those late drives. It, it's first and ten. You need to move the ball, and you immediately go to the little swing pass out yep. to Philip Brooks yep. instead of just running it straight into the line. Because let's be, I mean, Deuce got his hundred yards right on the ground, but yep. it was pretty tough sledding for a lot of the game there. And coming out of that scenario where they know that you're going to be running the ball, trying to eat clock, I just love having the guts to do that, especially, I mean, Phillip Brooks had dropped one of those today, but he had the guts to go to that play call, and it just it at least got you five yards. Like, it was nothing crazy, but it got you five yards, and to me showed a little bit of development, whereas, you know, last week it was just over and over beating your head against the wall on third and fourth and short, and that, that didn't happen tonight. So I, that's why I want to make sure and include Colin Klein in the discussion that's going to center – largely around Adrian Martinez, and rightfully so, deservedly so. But that was – I just – I love so much of what I saw just in the offense in general. And you talk about like a springboard kind of confidence game. Like the offense had not had that at all. I mean, it bears repeating. Like they they were not good offensively against South Dakota or Missouri. Oh, the four interceptions in a row against Missouri, and they can't punch it in the end zone. They all of a sudden – lift the fuse, flip the switch, whatever terminology you want to use tonight, and that that is the kind of confidence that you need to take from that, that sort of performance, because now you can look at Adrian Martinez and say, dude, you just balled. I mean, that guy, he may be, what, national play? Will he, will he be national player of the week? Well, like, he'll, he'll probably be in that discussion at least. Like, you just had that kind of performance without a turnover. Nothing bad happened. Look, you can do that. You can unleash yourself. You can unleash the offense there, and you can go beat a top-10 team on the road. I mean, I can't imagine what that's going to do for his confidence when we looked at it and just said, this this looks like a guy who, you know, I mean, we're kind of whispering to ourselves before the game, like, is he is he is he broken? Like, is this is that is he going to be able to fix that? Because mentally, that does he have the yips? That was really kind of the terminology, but that's that is clearly not the case. And we, man, we love Adrian Martinez, the guy. We absolutely love Adrian Martinez, the guy. So to see him succeed like that was just amazing. Yeah, it, it was. And look. If you guys are watching this right now, we just want to remind you, make sure to like and subscribe to our KCSN YouTube page on our YouTube platform. We moved to the KSNU platform. We tweeted it out. Uh, you guys want to see more content like this? You want to see us more do more fun things like this? Be sure to subscribe to us. That helps us subscribe on the YouTube channel. Subscribe to our Apple, Spotify, to our Google podcast platform. Be sure to tune in. You know, we produce, like we said, Monday shows, Tuesday shows. You know, credit to our, our team at KC Sports Network here. We got quite the setup here at Tanner's Bar and Grill in Aggieville. We've had a fun night partying with Kansas State fans, and we've got a live show. And, you know, BJ Kissel of K-Staters, a lot of K-Staters sponsor the show, Holiday Distillery, 360 Vodka, our friends there, sponsor this show. It's a K-State show. And, you know, we're thrilled 
with what has transpired tonight. And, and you mentioned John Adrian Martinez, you know, all the national people that like to make their jokes about him. And it, it's hard for me to listen to it. You know, listen to, I listen to a lot of podcasts across the country and they like to poke fun at Adrian Martinez. He's a popular figure to do that. And look, we weren't poking fun at Adrian Martinez. We were just saying that he needs to be better, that he needs to step it up so Kansas State can capitalize with this program because we think they have a good, talented roster to have success. And he stepped it up tonight. It doesn't get any bigger than what he did on the national stage. And what do you think Nebraska fans thought when they watched this uh, game tonight? Well, I know what one of them, I got my good buddy. Shout out to my guy, Colby, man. He's one of my, he's one of my good friends. But he he's a Nebraska fan, and he – he was texting me after the game. He was like, dude, I've never seen Adrian Martinez play like that before. I had a, I was uh, at a Rossville High School football game last night on Friday Night Lights, and uh, the very first person I ran into was a Nebraska fan, and he asked me, how do you feel about that, Adrian Martinez? I tried to tell you guys, and I kept – you know, I no, def- here's the thing. Shut up, Nebraska fans, because what you told us about was a guy who's going to be a turnover machine that slings it down the field and just is careless. What we saw was not that guy at all. So, no, we did not get the Adrian Martinez you had in yep. any way, shape, or form. Uh, we, we just need, we need to talk about what Kansas State's offense did against a Brent Venables defense tonight. It's an Oklahoma team that won at Nebraska 49-14. to 14. They led the country. Brent until, I, I don't even know who Brent Venables is. You know what? You know, he got everything he took tonight. Oh, we got we, Trevor Whitlow says, give us some stats. You know what? I'll give you some yeah, stats, I Trevor. Some stats. All right. All right. Kansas State's offense over 500 yards in this game. 41 points against a Brent Venables coach defense that was leading the country in tackles for loss with 32 tackles for loss in the season. They were fifth in the country and sacks per game with 4.3. Did they have a sack tonight? You recall a sack? No. It's not Even on the box Cooper score. Beebe. Cooper Beebe was out of the game. For Cooper Beebe missed at least one. I think he missed one-and-a-half, basically, version of the series. And Dawson yeah. Delforge came in the game, and Kansas State was able to sustain it. And Cooper Beebe was probably battling cramps, their best offensive lineman, and Kansas State was still able to have some form of success. Uh, I don't recall any sacks. I don't recall a lot of tackles for loss from a Brent Venables coach defense, and he didn't seem like he had any adjustments in the bag. To put 41 points on him, especially third and 16s against Venables. 41 uh, points. Let's, let's think about this. Again, the Oklahoma narrative, the entire GD offseason – was remember there was the Oklahoma City like TV guy that had that viral tweet that was like, oh, look, a coach actually working with the linebackers, you know, like this insinuation that the defense was going to be transformed and that was what was holding Oklahoma back and that, you know, here it comes, this great defense. K-State scored 10 points last week against Tulane, who lost to Southern Miss today, and a Brent Venables defense just allowed 41 points to that K-State team this year. Congratulator, Oklahoma. You you won the coach lottery. I'm sure glad that you have Brent Venables instead of Lincoln Riley anymore as, as your head coach. Yeah, yeah. And by and, the way, like Dylan Gabriel is fine. I think he's a a, de- a a good quarterback, but he ain't Caleb Williams. Yeah, that's not Caleb sure. Williams out there. Yeah. And that was the whole pitch this offseason. Brent Venables and Dylan Gabriel is not any, anywhere near Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams in terms of what yeah. it offers you as a ceiling. Yep. Yeah. Kansas State had 28 first downs tonight, John. I think they had maybe 18 is the most in a game throughout the season. Their third down conversion rate, 8 of 17, 2 of 2 on fourth downs. 1 of 5 on fourth last week, 2 of 2 tonight on fourth down. So they so, converted. So third and fourth down, they're 10, 10 of 19. 19. 10 of 19. I mean, it, it really incredible. Um, Kansas State fans, continue to share your comments and thoughts. We'll put them on the screen as we're airing this show live Guys, here from I, Tanner's. I, I can't be the only one. 
talking yeah, you, my you-know-what. You yeah. know I mean, you guys can get in there, too. Yeah, everybody, come talk a little smack. Let's have some fun together. I mean, no, can we Megan, Megan, l- Megan, let's not bring up the uniforms, all right? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm well, kidding. One of my friends, but Megan's here's, over there. Well, here's, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing with the uniforms. I actually, we were talking about this earlier. People just kill it and were like, I was getting so frustrated with people after the first three losses in the uniforms. After the fourth one last week, I was just like, you know what? Whatever. I mean, fine. Get rid of the uniforms. If they play like this in these uniforms, it's actually a great point. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to we don't need to be cool and hip with the alternate uniforms if you're gonna go beat top ten teams on the road. Yeah, I don't think know, any we'll of just, us care about that. Yeah, would hey, you would you give up a Kevin asked a question, would you give up a loss for two lane for a win at OU? Of, of course. Yeah, he says of course and absolutely. Yes, I mean, I wouldn't 100%. give that a second thought. I mean, and, and people were coming up to me tonight, hey, do you see the two lane score to Southern Mississippi? I was like, well, I don't care. Can't say win this game. This game is twenty times more important to this football program and what happened at Tulane. And I think you can now point to the Tulane game and just say that was an absolute fluke. Can't say it came out flat. It didn't, didn't play well at all at the but, time, but, but it was, you know. I mean, I mean to see what they did uh, in this game. I mean, continue to look at the numbers over 500 yards of offense, 21 of 34 passing 275 yards rushing. John Kansas state average. Let's see. Looking at the yards per rush, 5.6 yards per rush. Oklahoma's defense was giving up 2.8 per rush coming into this this game. I mean, they everyone. I mean, you look at I'm looking at the individual numbers as well. I mean, Deuce Vaughn, you mentioned it. He goes over 100 yards. He was dynamic as always. But again, I got to apologize to my guy Ben Sennett, loser sooner. We see coming in Big 12, two yeah. and over SEC are, today. Into it. Somebody, uh, somebody on there flashed up. They're like, "Can we get College Game Day?" Because you know we just took down the SEC Tech and K State today. Yep, yep, Texas Tech. Yep, well. You know, college game day might get a Lawrence. Lawrence. Man. Oh but, boy, yeah. we've got to watch Kansas and Iowa State next week. Yeah, that's a dynamic matchup. Got to watch that one. Um, you know, Ben Sennett leads a team with four catches, eighty yards, twenty yards per catch. Philip Brooks seven for fifty-six. You know, he made some plays, especially on the flat. He got that personal foul face mask where he missed a couple tackles that he got on them. Blake Knowles four for fifty-two and a touchdown. Cade Warner three for twenty-six. He drew a critical pass interference. He did uh, in he a did. Uh, a second and long situation. Now I know he dropped a couple balls as well, but all across the board, Malik Knowles had a a really nice kick return that got Kansas State in a good field position situation. Uh, it uh, I don't know I don't know what to say. I mean, there's not there's not. Joe says it pretty well here. Controlled the entire game. Never got shook when they when they got back well, into it. That, that's what would have hurt is if Kansas State lost this game late because they really controlled it from start to finish. I did. They, they didn't trail the entire game, right? No, it was 14 rock. And then Oklahoma was maybe tied for what? Three to four minutes of game time and the entire game. And Kansas state led maybe 56 minutes. I will check for you. Uh, Maybe if ESPN would not try and give me an ad for Eli's places. And I I will say while you're checking that, John, our guy, D.Y. About about six minutes. About six minutes it was tied at 14. Well, congrats, Brent. You you, you tied us, Kansas State, for at least six minutes of game action. That's a good accomplishment. So, um, uh, and by the way, our guy, D.Y., he's he's in Norman on site. He, uh, shocking, Oklahoma, SEC dollars, can't get their internet to work for him. We were going to maybe patch him in live, but we're not able to – well, to get him in to come in. Let me. I was trying to warn everybody of this, like having covered five or six games in Norman, they do actually have a, a nice, relatively speaking, like a nice setup for the post game where there's actually a like a podium and a box you can hook into. 
but the problem is it's like it feels like it's like in a cave and it's tucked really far away and yeah definitely no wi-fi there it's uh it can be a little difficult and then the other thing is when you win i feel like the presser is going to start a little bit later typically there's a locker room celebration like it, it just you know can be a little bit longer before everybody gets there one of my friends just texted me adrian martinez last two games versus oklahoma 40 for 59 passing 523 yards through the air two touchdowns one interception 190 yards rushing two five rushing touchdowns not bad uh, yeah it seems like he plays not pretty bad. well in norman he does he does you know he's just an sec road warrior adrian martinez I feel Ready like to play some SEC yeah, football. Yeah, we're reading Alex. Feel like Brooks only effective on screens and bubbles. Use him well this game. Yeah, I mean, Phillip Brooks made some nice plays in space. Definitely. Uh, Malik Knowles made some critical plays. And you know what? Malik, they, Knowles, Malik Knowles looked like a receiver today, man. I mean, yep. some of those catches that he made were tough. And that that's always been, to me, the rub on him is it's like he is absolutely dynamic when you get the ball in his hands, when you get him in space. But you kept waiting for him to, like, can, can he be a number one receiver? Like, can he be a – guy that's yep. actually out there acting like a receiver and today like he, he earned some stripes as far yep. as that's concerned and jared commented about the offensive line look we were critical of the offensive line everybody was and thought they gave adrian a lot of protection in the pocket thought they really stepped up and and obviously to average 5.6 yards per carry and out rush for nearly 300 yards in the game the offensive line clearly played well uh especially against the venables coach defense they stepped it up one thing about adrian that I, was really impressive i know you probably saw this too just the ability to maneuver around the pocket to roll out and he could have taken off and ran multiple times, but he floats the pass right over the defense yeah, touch multiple times where he just puts yeah. some touch on the football. And, you know, I didn't know if anything was there necessarily. He made so many plays himself in third down yeah. situations where you well, didn't think anything was there. I mean, I think maybe my favorite play minus the third and 16 clincher tonight was actually a drop, but it was the, it was a third down yeah. where he scrambles and throws it. 35 yards down the field to Cade Warner and just dropped it right in there. And, and Cade, unfortunately, didn't catch the ball. Yeah. But that was one a play early in the game. I even tweeted it at the time. I was like, that to me feels like a great sign. If Adrian Martinez is able to pull that off and make that sort of play, I feel really good about where this is going and his confidence and, and just his entire game because that to me was like, that's what I th – this – is what I expected, like of Adrian Martinez. Like what yeah. we what we saw tonight is what I expected if K State could curb the turnovers. Like I thought he'd be a guy that would use his legs a lot, free himself up, make some plays on the run, and that's that's what that's absolutely what we got here. I, I think an interesting thing moving forward, Cole, is going to be. I mean, you brought up he had 21 carries, right? So can you continue to ride him like that the rest of the year? Because the narrative coming into the season was that he wanted to come to a place where he didn't have to rely on his legs so much. He yeah. could throw the ball around and. Tulane obviously was a wake-up call, and maybe now this will just be a wake-up call to him, like, hey, I'm probably going to have to do that more. But then at the same time, you know, are you trying to protect him? Are you worried about him taking hits and getting hurt and all of that? But I, I think that's, for storylines moving forward this year, that's going to be one of those things well, that we'll be talking about. Well, for sure. And and I think coming into the season, we thought Kansas State would really try to protect Adrian. He did mention he wanted to come to a place where he didn't have to run the football so much. And I don't think any of Kansas State fans, because of the backup quarterback situation, wanted Adrian. You know, you want to keep him healthy. But tonight, he showed physicality from the get-go. There was a run early on in that game where he bulldozed into a defender, a couple defenders, and I think dragged him for three yards or so to get a first down. And I think it was on a third down play, potentially. Yeah, he was physical in the running game tonight. We saw some criticism aired his way, and, and we were that way as well, that he maybe went out of bounds a little bit early in some situations the last yeah. couple of weeks. And he didn't do that tonight. No. He took on hits. Um <laughs> 
I mean, what's more to say? Uh, another, uh, we got another update here. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to read that stat. Here, what you, is this you, stat? you read it, John. Okay. You right. read it right there. Well, I already called it Bill Snyder Family Stadium South. So, uh, in the history of the Big 12, K State has more wins in Norman than any other Big 12 team. K State has five. The only other league opponents that have multiple wins at Oklahoma are Oklahoma State with three and Texas Tech with two. Uh, so K State has two. They're, they're lapping the field twice on wins in Norman, and it's it's four of the last six, correct? Yep. yep. Four of the last six with 2012, 2014, 2020, and 2022. Yep. Uh, so it's really just the the end of Snyder 2.0 was the only thing that could stop K State from winning in Norman. Yep. Yeah. Chris Kleiman's now two and zero in Norman. Chris Kleiman's out three and one against Oklahoma. It's a pretty incredible yeah. statistic. I mean, three. I, and this is this is the thing. That's the thing with climbing, man. Three and one against Oklahoma, but then the, a loss to Tulane, a loss to Arkansas State, a loss to that crappy West Virginia team in 2019. But that's, I mean, that's, yeah, well, you take the good with the bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I suppose that is what it is. I mean, uh, we've got a comment about Chris Tennant earlier, too. Yeah. Chris shout Tennant. out to Chris Tennant. My man. Yeah. My man. Uh, Was it one field goal? And two. Then two. He made two, two or two right yeah. down the middle tonight. He made every extra point. Uh, look, that's critical. Uh, there's the comment right there. It comes up. Can we give a game ball to Chris Kennett? Two of two of field goals, five of five yes. extra points, huge positive. Yes, absolutely is. And you hope you got his confidence going because I don't. I don't think he's missed a kick now in, you know, three weeks. I mean, he it, missed one it, against Missouri, it, but yeah, it was like Mizzou the, was the last time we saw yeah, his kick. Back to back games now where he's been rock solid. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Everything was rock solid. The punting game was solid, too. Ty Zentner Dude, was Ty good. Ty Zentner was awesome tonight. Yeah, yes. I mean, there was a ball that could have potentially been downed at the one-yard line that they just weren't quite able to get to. So I, it's hard to nitpick a lot that went wrong. I mean, the defense could have maybe been a little sharper, but you're going against a, a high-paced offense. I think what was really critical, John, I'm curious your thoughts, just holding them a couple field goals and situations. Yeah. The, the defense really yeah. buckled down inside the 30-yard line to hold them to a couple of three-point attempts that they got, but they were they were never able to take the lead as a result of that or even tie it up. Was It was really kind of like a – I mean, we think of this defense as being pretty dominant through the first couple of weeks of the season. This was more like bend but don't break yep. style throughout the game, but it works. And, and Oklahoma, I mean, credit to Derek Young for being our uh, – less emotional guiding light throughout much of the night. When that would happen, he's thrown in the group text. He's like, look, that's what Oklahoma does. The scheme is pretty good. Levy is good at getting, you know, there were a lot of times where linebackers were matched up on uh, a speedster for Oklahoma, one of their good skill skill players, or like Marvin Mims just runs straight past Omar Daniels. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, sometimes with their tempo, they're going to get you caught into that. Now, other times they'll try and run tempo and then try and substitute with 18 seconds on the play clock and get a critical delay of game penalty that also happens sometimes you know when you have a first year head coach uh, on the other sideline mm. it's you know funny how that works weren't sometimes. we calling for that right when we saw him sub in that situation we all shouted for that you did slowly, well, me, okay. I, well, I, wanted to, I wanted to be modest yeah, said slowly jog off the field rotate a guy in here because brent venables you know that's a first year head coach mistake they subbed late k-state slowly in a you know a, a really smart manner subbed late then got them to delay a game and then they ended up punting the football and i think we we're all kansas State was all grateful for that because dylan gabriel's a solid quarterback uh numbers keep rolling in here 41 points is the most ever scored by a k-state team in norman boom uh look we're gonna have when we have a chance to dive in we're gonna do another show on monday guys i mean this is our live show right after the game it's our immediate reaction but 
We'll do a live show on Monday, too, and we'll dive into the numbers even more and give you some more detail around that. But this is right now just kind of our immediate reactions and thoughts. Somebody somebody was com uh, complaining about the light show that was going on at Norman the whole time. One of the funnier moments, low-key, of the game was when uh, uh, Ty Zentner was, like, waiting to punt <laughs> coming out of a timeout, and they're, like, doing the stupid light show. And he's just looking at the ref like, what? what is going on? Like, do I have to wait? Will you restart the play clock? Like, what is going on yeah. here? <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? Oh, you chill on the lights, man. Hey, hey, John, I, I got to throw another offensive number at you. So Kansas State had 49 rushing attempts, 34 passing attempts, 83 plays. This was 83 a plays? This was a team. They ran 83 plays. This was a team that averaged 58 plays per game in the country last year, which is dead last in the FBS. 58 plays per game. And tonight, they run 83 plays. When we dive into the numbers later, that might be the most plays per game Kansas State's ran in a game and I don't know when a the long, last long time. I mean, the no most they, I can tell you the most they've ran in a game this year is around 65, 66. I think they had 66 against Tulane, and that was the most they ran. Chris Kleiman said he wanted to get to low 70s in plays per game uh, this year, and they hadn't really came anywhere close to that. They'd been around 66 or below in the first three games this year. Uh, tonight. They controlled the clock, looking at time of possession, nearly 34 minutes to 24.56 for Oklahoma. Uh, you know, it, it was concerned about pace with this game and the defense being on the field too much. And, I mean, K-State's offense had sustainable drives that kept the defense off the field. And, yeah, there were some missed tackles. I was, I was a little bit surprised at some of the missed tackles in the running game. Oklahoma had yeah. 220 yards rushing. Yeah. Uh, six and a half yards per carry. I think Eric Gray maybe a little bit surprised there. They're solid in the running game, but look, I mean, I, and I think Kansas State only had one sack too, and that was something we had pointed. Yeah, to. we were complaining about the pressure. Like there, there was not a whole heck of a lot of pressure a lot of the game. One of the few times that they got some pressure, there was a great stunt where Felix was getting free, but K State played really soft coverage, and Gabriel got rid of it in just a second. And then another time. You had uh, was it Nick Allen got in there and like yeah. dove at the ankles and just and couldn't quite yeah. couldn't quite get Dylan Gabriel turned into a huge play. So yeah, this was not like a it didn't really go down totally the way I would have anticipated as far as as far as that goes. But you mentioned Ben don't break by the defense. I mean, look, four of thirteen on third downs by the Oklahoma offense. You'll take that. Yes. And one of yes. two on fourth down. So five of fifteen, a thirty three percent success rate on third and fourth down by an Oklahoma offense. It's dynamic. Uh, it's it's hard to, to really nitpick anything tonight. Just a few missed tackles, but if you're a Kansas State fan, you got to be thrilled. Kansas State, 13 and a half point underdogs, and they were up by 14 points with five minutes left in that game and win by seven. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to. Oh, there we go. Wyatt Thompson said 60, 60 some plays in the first half alone. I, I think it was, um, and I don't want to correct Wyatt. Wyatt's the best. I, uh, I, I, I had Wyatt. looked at the, uh, what, yeah, we, we absolutely love Wyatt Thompson. Um, I think what I looked at at halftime was 48 plays to 27 at halftime. Oof. Kansas State's offense had run 48 plays uh, to Oklahoma's 27. So they really controlled the game. <laughs> I'm still we're, we're still digesting the numbers, but but no turnovers again. I mean, they're taking care of the football and and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a lot more to add, John. I mean, it was just it's, it's a fun night. It's a fun scene at Tanner's here. It's uh, oh, Skip Bayless is tweeting about the Kansas State Wildcats. Oh, attention, everybody. <laughs> Skip Bayless is tweeting about the Kansas State Wildcats. Skip Bayless said, in my life, I've never been more stunned by the outcome of a football game than what I just witnessed in Kansas State 
to do to Oklahoma and Norman. The Wildcats just own us. Okay, wait, is he an Oklahoma guy? He is. He's an Oklahoma fan. He's an OU fan. He's worn why OU would he jerseys. Be, why would he be stunned? He's he's watched K-State do this over and over. Because he's Skip Bayless, John. All right, well, I'm going after him. Cole, carry the show. I'm okay, going after well, we got John. We're going to have him live tweeting right now at Skip Bayless. We'll see if we get a reply later, and maybe we'll read it on the air. Uh, as a reminder, you can see it scrolling across at the bottom of the screen, but uh, make sure you like, subscribe, like this video, comment on the video. Oh, we got AJ saying Skip sucks. I think we all would agree with that. Uh, like, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're on the Kansas City Sports Network. Uh, we moved to a new channel in the last couple of weeks on the KCSNU channel. So uh, we've all tweeted it out multiple times. If you follow John, I, Derek on Twitter um, or follow KC, KC Sports Network on Twitter, we've, we've tweeted that out. Be sure to, to follow us, subscribe to the channel and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. It helps us uh, leave a comment. Feel free to do that. Uh, we love bringing you this content, and uh, we're thrilled to be here talking about oh. a victory. Oh, yeah. We got to give a shout-out to uh, our guy Tucker for the work that he's yeah. done today. Listen, Tucker deserves a oh. huge – what's that? Tough day. Yeah, I was going to say, Tucker deserves, like, a lot of love. Everybody that's here right now in the live chat, if you could all please direct some positive comments toward Tucker – because not only did he kill it and do a great job here today, like he does always with the podcast, and we love Tucker, but he also he's a he's a Mizzou fan. You should check out his Mizzou pod here on yep. KCSNU. But it was he he came to Manhattan as a tried and true loyal fan and had to sit through the rain and watch Missouri lose that game here. And then today he comes back to Manhattan. And he sits in front of this TV and watches what happened at the end of that Missouri game, which if you didn't see it, boy, I mean, I, I can't even really take shots right now because no. it, I we feel we feel for I Tucker. feel for him. So please give Tucker some love. Everybody in the chat, give Tucker some love. <laughs> he's getting a he's getting a nice round of applause from everybody here. So Tucker, yeah. Tucker did an awesome job. Yeah. And we, we really, really appreciate it. I think Tucker framed it up and said Manhattan is his hell. Um, at this point <laughs> is what he told me earlier tonight, which is, uh, which is totally fair, by the way. And if look, anybody were in his position, they would yeah, feel the same way. Look, look, we got to give a shout out. Tucker and BJ have been here setting this thing up since yes, 11 o'clock this morning. Hours. They've been here. Tucker and BJ have been here for 12 hours. You talk about a long day and you, you see this setup. This is a really professional yeah. setup. Um, you know, they had to do a lot of work to get this thing set up. And then Tucker has to endure all of us kind of giving him some sympathy after what happened in that ball game against for Missouri. So, so yeah, we, we certainly feel bad uh, for what transpired there on that front. We took some shots in Missouri a couple weeks ago, but we, we feel bad. Well, none of it was ever like, – here's the thing. I don't really even – I don't hate Mizzou. I said it before the game. I hate Eli Drinkwitz. I don't hate Mizzou. Missouri I, I, fans might hate Eli Drinkowitz, right? Oh, I yeah, we're so going to say, yeah, 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 says he hates him, too. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I saw a lot of Twitter hate toward Eli today from some Missouri fans. I saw Carrington also. So uh, I feel I feel for Carrington. Man. We, we've got Adrian. Mar look, look at this. Know, we've got right now where we've got Adrian Martinez on the big TVs here just with that escapability and that big run. <laughs> what a night. I mean, I can't I can't get over this. We're going to have a little fun tonight uh, in Manhattan. I don't think we expected that. I don't think no, we expected I'm not going to gonna be... lie. I kind of was just like... Uh... Although I predicted the closest. I, I said OU 34 to 24. They ended up with 34. I don't think I predicted... Did you see this play from the Arkansas A&M game? I, I did not. I, you wild. know, I honestly just don't even care about the rest know, of college football tonight after this. 
Uh, I can't wait to flip on every I, I avoided every yeah. sports media platform this week in Kansas City and across the country. And this next week, I'll I'm be gonna, on everything. I'm going to be on everything. Yeah. And I hope you Kansas State fans are all over what we're doing this week. I know a lot of we saw a lot of comments that they didn't want to hear the, the two lane recap because it was too painful. Well, Kansas State's redeemed themselves tonight. I, I think a lot of you will like to hear what we're saying and celebrating a, a huge win. Hey, loyal three-mile listeners will be thrilled to know because I just watched it there. What a heartbreaker for Arkansas. looked like they were going to hit that go-ahead field goal with like a minute and a half left. It hits the inside of the upright and somehow does not go through. They lose the game. Guess how many points a one by? Two. Two? Hmm. John's lock of the week, his lead pipe lock of the week, hits. Hits. So did TCU. So technically, I was like 2-0. Yeah, yeah. My, my lock week. of the week hit, too, and it should have been a money line winner as well. And some real money that was lost, actually, on that one with Washington State choking away a 12-point oh, lead. Oh, that game, yeah. Well, yeah. whatever. We don't. Well, I, I would trade that money. I would have given up a lot of money for a Kansas State win tonight, and uh, Kansas State got the win. Yeah, I said so, it was uh, it was free 95. Hey, you know what? Kansas State fans, when Aggieville closes down here, it's uh, around, what, 11 11 10. This the football yeah. team will probably be back. What do you think? 1 30, 2 a.m. Hey, get an Uber, head on down to the veneer football complex. Let's welcome yeah. this team back. What a night! What wonder, a win! I wonder where uh, where, where'd the basketball team go? They came back, for yeah. A where, while. where did our guys go? I mean, uh, we need to be celebrating with them as well. They yeah, brought they brought the energy tonight, you know, that's what it is. We had to bring the basketball team back to bring some energy, good mojo for the football team. And they predicted a win. Naquan and Marquise, that's what they said. I was just about to say, they were the only ones that really believed on the on the pregame show, for sure. So, got to give a lot of credit to those guys. Got to give a lot of credit to those guys. All right. Was that the was that the wrap it up signal? I think it okay, was. That was it, the wrap it up uh, signal. These All guys right. got to have the, the Chiefs cult stuff tomorrow. So, if you're a Chiefs yeah. fan and a K-State fan, by the way, Make sure to tune in to all the dynamic coverage that they put together for the Chiefs. There's a lot of stuff you're going to find on Apple, Spotify, and the KC Sports Network. I know a lot of Kansas State fans are are Kansas City Chiefs fans as well. So check out the great work that Tucker, BJ, um, Craig, Matt, all of them put together. Kent on the uh, KC Sports Network. Check out the Chiefs coverage as well as they head to the Colts tomorrow at noon. And these guys got to drive back to Kansas City and get ready for that coverage tomorrow. So, uh I don't know. I'm, I'm well, staying in Manhattan tonight. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Uh, one one last reminder here. If you have not subscribed to KCSNU, please do subscribe to KCSNU, the channel that you're watching this on right now. And if you're not subscribed to 3Ma Podcast, if you'd prefer to get it in podcast form, wherever you find your podcast, just search for 3Ma. Search for KCSNK State. You'll find it. And make sure you get ready for the pod that's coming out on Monday. We do Monday, Thursday, typically during the week. And then if there's breaking news, something big that happens, we'll hit you with a podcast there as well. Uh, so plenty of ways to hear our content. Follow me on Twitter at JL Kurtz. Follow him, Cole underscore Manbeck. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. I, I now feel like I'm, like, back to normal. I was – just in like high i mean it is amazing that i didn't say something i shouldn't really say on the air <laughs> the beginning there because just catching me immediately like heat of the moment that was what i was searching for like absolutely heat of the moment the first 10 minutes of this were pretty unhinged people say they like the unhinged pods that was uh that was kind of yeah. unhinged after uh immediately after a win uh, yeah we uh it's a good thing there aren't live mics on us during the game and some of the things now, that, that we would say, be bad yeah now, that some would of be you might find it entertaining but bad. uh 
others may not. It might not be approved by <laughs> the FCC. Sometime we'll sometime we'll get like the the super subscribers or whatever. You know, you can just like you can just like get a, a podcast recording of the entire game. All right, right. I digress. Adrian Martinez, I we love apologize. you. I love you. I take back everything. Yes, everything. Thank you. Thank you for tonight. And thank you all for uh, for being yeah, here. Those of you, you that tuned in tonight, we had a lot of people in the post game, especially anybody who showed up to Tanner's. We appreciate that. Brett and Megan who sat here the whole time. Yeah, Boyle, yeah, they've right been with us, us, feeding us stats. Uh, all that was wonderful. We appreciate it for Tucker, BJ, Cole, DY, who's out covering the hell out of this thing right now. And you can go see all of his coverage at On Three. Uh, we appreciate his work as well. That's going to do it for us from Tanner's. We'll talk to you later. Go Cats. We'll see you on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.